Hello and welcome to Flotsam, a role-playing series about rats surviving in a mysterious sinking city. Four rats with fragmented memories of being something else are now on the run in Flotsam, having made dangerous enemies of Gwen and her smuggler crew. They are attempting to escape the city to ruin to get help. The guards are searching for our rats and have just arrested Gentry as the group tried to make its way into the smoke, leaving Vern, Enid and Reg to deal with the consequences. Episode 11, The Wall. Having just abandoned Gentry to his fate, Vern, you start down the hill to where you can see the others waiting nervously. Uh, they were probably a bit puzzled as to where you stopped, but, you know, there we are. Uh, and you catch up with them. Um, they are standing by the side of the road in a little bit of cover um, as carts and things go past them. I think they probably see your expression as you come down the hill uh, and so already have the idea that there's something wrong. What happened? We need to go. <sighs> right. Fill us in later. They got him. Right, where was where was it you said we could go to find some um, some dirt to rub on ourselves? I think we need to change our appearances somewhat. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let me think. I'll uh, I'll lead them down into some back alleys to find somewhere um, somewhere where there's likely to be some soot um, and a bit of privacy. Okay, you head down into the valley, and, and for those who haven't been here before, yes, this place is uh, full of smoke and steam belching from various buildings. You can hear hammers ringing out across the place. Uh, as I said, the fog's a bit lighter today in Flotsam in general, and actually, um, because you mentioned it slightly earlier on, as you start down the hill, you can see Reg high up on the other side of this valley, which I guess must be another headland. It's, it's hard to work out the geography of this place, but there is, um, in the distance, silhouetted against the sky, a uh, a structure of some sort which reminds you of nothing more than a maybe a giant crane or a a lattice work of of metal. Certainly, a, a little bit like the arch you passed. It seems broken and doesn't lead anywhere, but uh, it could be quite a tall bridge, maybe in the middle of nowhere. But it's it's past. It's past the edges of this valley. It's sort of looming off in that direction uh, with the dome and things off to your left. Um, if you were to, to say anything looked like a, a bridge made out of metal, that looks like a bridge made out of metal to you. Right. Bridge of nails, I guess. So you work your way down the hill uh, along the fairly well-worn cobbled streets here, which are quite broad because they've got uh, rats pushing carts on, on either side uh, and in some cases hauling them uh, in fours even because there's heavy goods being moved about. And there are actually a couple of uh, vehicles which appear to be powered by ember um, motors um, that are chugging along, uh, hauling some of the heavier goods as well. Uh, and you head left... Uh, along the street, past some of the factories, sort of towards where your your engineering friend, Mr Otis, was. And there you remember that there was an open yard at the back of one of the foundries um, where your bet is that there is probably some, some coal or something like that behind it. And your bet pays off. You manage to find a quiet space where you can stop and talk for a little bit, find some sort. Probably don't want to hang around too long because, as I said, who knows how long it'll be before somebody comes out to pick up some more fuel. But... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a, it's a good start. Okay. Right. Kit off. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Clothes off quickly and sort of like scrabble about in the soot. Oh, get it, really get it all in my fur. It's not make a lot of difference for me. Well, just, just tamp down the bits that are lighter. Okay. Vern lies down and does a soot angel. 
I'll just check them over, see see if they've missed any bits. And, and Vern puts his jacket on with his crooked, broken claw hand. How bad is that injury out of interest? I don't think it's broken, but I okay. do think it's swelling. It's uh, really sore and stiff to move. And, okay. yeah, it, it's... Um, uh, it's it's quite hard to grip things as well because of the swelling. So, you know, picking up something and hitting somebody with it, it's actually going to be quite difficult with that hand. I mean, if it comes to a, a moment of panic, you'll probably do it, but it's it's not easy, and you wouldn't want to climb a wall with it, for example. Mm. Okay. So I'll fumbly, fumblingly put my jacket on. We broke our tank! Yeah. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Uh, just give my flap address a little bit of a flap as I put it back on, just enjoying that for a moment. Well, I've not been up as far as the uh, gate into ruin, so I don't really know how many guards there are. Or how, I guess they keep the gate locked to keep people from coming back in. Well, that's certainly what it sounded like, yes. Getting out isn't the problem, usually. Well, usually... But unfortunately, seeing as we're now wanted, we can't very well ask the guard to open the gate for us. Well, we're not. There are some scruffy-looking rats of a, a totally different colour who who were wanted, but these fine-dressed people are a, a different matter altogether. That's a good point. Do you know how to get to there from here? Well, it's, it's up that hill. Um, but the other issue is... What is our excuse for wanting to go to the part of the city that nobody goes to? Well, we might not even need one. I say we get up there and have a little look and see it what's what. Yeah, well... Well, in my experience, rich people tend to have all sorts of strange hobbies that make them feel less guilty about being rich, like helping out those less fortunate. Might be a good angle to use. We could try it. From what I've seen of Flotsam, it doesn't sound all that plausible, but it's... let's go and have a look, shall we? Mm. Yes, let's make our way up the hill and get the lie of the land around the exit out to ruin. Okay, um, you start up to the top of the hill, and it's it's really a bit of a guess on your part as to how to get um, to, to where that place is, but the position of the um, the bridge suggests it, it, it lies uh, in, the, in the way that you came when you went down the hill along the big road. Um, and your guess is proved right. The, the road carries on um, sort of around the edge of the valley. Uh, it looks like the main thoroughfare for the factories, that they um, get things up to that road, and then uh, goods are carried, I guess, down to the docks or wherever they're needed although those steps can't be the route they normally take there must be another way to get the goods down to the down to the ships but uh, yeah uh, off you go and uh, it's not long before um, looming up out of the smog you can see uh, what looks like a long fence type affair uh, and off to the right a bit I don't know if you remember Reg but uh, there was a compound of some sort which somebody mentioned might be to do with the kindlers Oh yes. So that that appears to be part of this fence, or or another little enclave just before this this fence, this wall, um, and and it looks like there is a a guard tower uh, oh, here on the main road and a guard tower at the Kindlers. Um, this this place looks pretty well defended. The Kindlers are right on the wall by ruin. Just had a horrible thought. <sighs> I wonder if that's how they make Ember. How do you mean? 
taking spirits from the people in ruin. Hmm. What, um, can we see the actual, like, sort of gateway or passage that goes between this fence and the other side? You can see that there is a, uh, a, a bit like the, the gate you came on the way up, a, a, an archway, um, but this one is, is considerably stronger looking. It's like a little, um, uh, almost a little castle, I suppose, on the wall here. Um, and the wall is made up of primarily stone, but also scavenged other bits and pieces. So there are metal spikes in places. Um, there is netting and wire in, in places. Uh, there is even a mound of earth uh, one section, so it's pretty haphazard. Uh, and it heads along till it hits another little fortress, which looks like that's the corner of the Kindler's Enclave. So, uh, so yeah, th- there are clearly guards by the gate. There are clearly guards up on the wall looking in the other direction. Hmm. I wonder. There, mu- there must be some way that they get goods through. I don't think they do. They just throw out people who don't have a useful function in Flotsam and ignore them. I assume watching the gate we don't sort of, you know, as, as there is traffic going in and out of Lantern Side and Smoke, etc., is there, is there anybody sort of going through the gate to the other side, or is it all shut up for the day? It's all shut up. Yeah. So that gate's probably locked. Even if we manage to draw them away, it's not... It doesn't sound like it'd be a simple case of getting to the gate and walking through. No. I wonder if we could uh, get over the wall... They're looking the other way, and... All the defences are designed to stop people coming in. So, if it wasn't for the guards, it'd be fairly easy to just go up the tower and, and climb down on a rope. Hmm. Is that true, GM? Could we get? Can we get up the the towers accessible from our side? Uh, without getting closer and investigating, it's hard to know. But certainly, hmm. things like the earth banks, you think that you could probably um, scramble up, or the uh, or the wire, um, but presumably they function as a barrier, so maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just wondering if up is not uh, too visible a way of getting through. If you don't want to go over, you can always go under. Hmm. I have a look around for any sign of sewage, um, sewer entrances, or. Uh, parts of the water going in that direction you're really a bit high here where you are um, because the valley of the smoke is behind you and this is again uh, come up to another high-ish ridge uh, there isn't any residential uh, building around here it doesn't look like the sort of place where you would have sewers there may be water systems here but you can't see anything hmm. um, one thing that probably is worth pointing out however that uh, your idea about climbing this wall it's likely to be far easier to climb the wall on this side than it would be on the other. Yes. Mm. Mm. So we might be able to get up, but not necessarily down. <laughs> well, mm. if we're going to try and get we get over without being noticed, because I don't think they're going to let... I think asking them to open the gate for us is just going to draw attention. Uh, so if we want to get out sneakily... We should wait until dark, because that'll give us a bit of cover for climbing over. Looks like this side is climbable, but then we'll have to go down on a rope the other side. I'm 
guessing. Do we still? Uh, probably not, since we've changed clothes. But we, do we still have the rope and pitons oh, yeah. that we uh, nicked from the? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You can still have your rope. And, Hooray! Yeah. And I'm just. Hook. I'm just wondering if uh, was that the boat hook that hit you in the face? Did you keep? That? No, that's different. That <laughs> I didn't want that souvenir. I'm. I'm wondering, Reg. Given your handiness, if we could find ourselves a little workshop, if there's a way of maybe rigging up some of these embers with a timed fuse, that might provide us with the distraction that we need. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be doable. Um, need something to smash them, so some sort of spring mechanism. Trouble is, I would need a workshop and a few more tools than I've got on me. Uh, maybe a few bits of scrap as well. Well, it seems like the smoke is the right place to be. The only other thing I can think is if we're wanting a, a distraction, we could just lob an ember wrapped in something so that it's not obvious where it was thrown from. How about we think a little less technically? Um, have you ever seen, you know, those things that the children play with? It's like a a Y with a a bit of elastic. You can use it for chucking oh, stones. Oh, yeah, a catapult. Yes. Uh, could you make one of those? Yeah, definitely make one of those, if I had some elastic. Time to go scavenging, then. I would say that it is going to be relatively easy for Reg being resourceful to make uh, a catapult. It probably won't be of elastic. It might be no. of rubber uh, or some equivalent stretchy material or even a uh, one of those sort of catapults, which is more whip-like in, mm. in construction. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that... I think that Reg can make that. Um, of course, I will make him roll for it, but I don't want mm. us to, to go into a, a long scene about stealing a piece of elastic from somebody. <laughs> so. Come on, Reg. Come on, Reg, okay. make a weapon. So your difficulty to make... Uh, so what do you try... How, how, what, what sort of range are you looking for on this thing? I'm not sure. Uh, Vern, how far are you planning to lob this thing? Or, or Enid, what, what did you have in mind? Oh, I'm just thinking enough for a, a bit of distance and a distraction, really, or, or, the, or that we could set it up somewhere with a, a remote trigger and just uh, let it go on its own. Are we leaving um, a candle to burn through the trigger wire as well? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Just needs to be far enough to pull those guards away, Rich. Say, 30, 35 metres? What I would... What I would reckon is that the best place to set it off is close to the kindlers because it's going to be blamed on them. And also that's where the most guards are. So And where they've probably got quite a few embers already in the building. It would, uh, it would certainly distract people and then that would, we could go over the quietest part of the wall. Like Sounds it. like a plan. So, how long is the in the section of uh, wall that's that's not the actual Kindlers Guild? Five hundred yards. <sighs> Blimey! Um, but I mean, well, it's only got to be enough distance between where from where we fire it to where we want it to hit, because mm. it doesn't matter if we then need to kind of you know sprightly jog a few hundred yards to get to where we want to cross. So we don't need it. We don't need to be able to fire it from where we're going to climb necessarily. Yeah, so we could fire it and then run along the wall. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll make it as um I'll make it reasonably powerful so we can shoot it maybe a maybe 100 yards. 
hundred yards, three hundred feet. That's quite a long way. It is quite a long way, isn't it? Throwing a thing, we can try that. Um, <laughs> let's again. have a difficulty to make a thing at all. You're going to have to roll. That's a fairly simple thing. You're going to have to roll four mm-hmm. to make a thing which uh, throws it that distance, which is a long way. You're going to need an eight. Right. Okay. Have you any traits to bring to bear? Well, uh, I'm good at jury rigging something to do something else, so if I can find a bit of sprung steel that I can stretch a bit of rope across, maybe, or um, or a bit of rubber. A bit of sprung steel is probably a good starting point, yeah. Okay, I'll give you plus two for your jury rigging ability. Okay. So, let's have a go. Oh, nine plus two is eleven. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Okay, yeah, you, um, while the others stand guard, you nip around the back of a, uh, a place where they have some scrap metal, find a couple of leaf springs to use, repurpose, uh, get a bit of rubber, uh, and yeah, with a bit of, bit of work, um, and a lot of application of, uh, some, uh, rope that you find nearby. Uh, you manage to work up something which will at least throw one thing. Whether it holds together after that first throw is is um, debatable. Yeah. I don't think we're going to get a second chance with this. Uh, and also, we need to make sure that if we're lobbing an ember, it needs to stay uh, wrapped up so that people don't see a delightful streak of glowing light marking our position. How about this? And I, I take uh, part of my old dress that I've kept and just rip off a, a strip and kind of wrap the ember up in it. Yep, that works. Shall we uh, wrap it up with a few um, sharp stones? Make sure it breaks when it hits. Oh, good plan. Okay, you prepare. Where are you doing this? When are you doing this? <sighs> um, what, what time is it now? Is it What time of day are we? It's only about... Well, at a guess, again, because you haven't got no means of telling the time, you'd guess it's about midday. Hmm. So if it's dark, then hopefully the guards will look past us at the distraction. Hmm. Just means we've got to find somewhere to keep our head down for a number of hours with the guards after us. And yeah. what were they called? The, trap- the trappers? Yeah. Tappers also after us. Shall we wait? We can probably find somewhere to hide in the smoke for a couple of hours. Slink off into the mist of the factory workers. We could just sort of like uh, skulk in a back alley somewhere and then just sort of like move along if it starts to get busy. I mean, there's plenty of people walking backwards and forwards without suspicion. Mm. Um, and we don't necessarily we... need to wait till late just dark yeah I'll tell you another thing that you need to do is you need to eat you are oh yeah I'm hungry really hungry the last meal you had was last night well I mean why do we Mm. I think maybe we should go and have a spot of dinner relax and then maybe do some activities this evening I've worked a day in the smoke Uh, where did I get my lunch there are um, a number of places there are uh, one or two sort of fixed, uh, let's call them cafes, they're not really that, they're little kind of food uh, food grills. And there are also some people who go around with carts uh, selling food. Okay, well, um, I'll 
outline where Vern and Enid might be able to find uh, some of these people. I need to have a bit of a rest, though. Okay. So you find yourselves a place to rest for the afternoon, which is tucked down the back of one of the outlying factories. There's a wall there with a bit of rusty iron as a roof over that wall, which it looks like they were keeping that to keep some wood underneath it dry. Um, so it's it's a reasonable shelter, and it's a bit overgrown with uh, weeds and things, so it's, it's hidden from general view, uh, and it's not too bad. It's not that cold today, so... So that's all good, um, and the, the the fog and the smog kind of cloaks you. Although it is really the 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 soot or the oil or whatever it is of the of the smoke, it's really cloying on the lungs. Reg gets his head down there while you other two go and find some hot food to uh, perhaps walk back with, which you get in um, little paper packages. Yes. Okay. We do that, <laughs> and time passes. Brilliant. Does anybody want to do anything before the evening? Uh, um, just, if just I, if if there is any oil lying about, um, lying about. Well, <laughs> just just you know, if if there are any um, any places I could find oil and take it easily, as opposed to having to break into a building or something. Okay, are you talking about lamp oil or engine oil or what uh, are you talking lamp about? Lamp oil. Okay, yeah, I think you could uh, half-inch some lamp oil. Let's have a uh, a roll just to make sure you don't mm-hmm. mess it up completely. Uh, that go off my cup purse? Uh, it could do. Um, you are going to need to roll a three. You can have a... It's not really cup purse. You can have a plus one. Okay. Six, so Okay, seven. you come back with a, a small canister of oil. Okay, and I tear a couple more um, strips off my old dress Mm -hmm. and I'll take out of my little pack the um the broken uh embers the the outside casing of them and I'll very carefully pour the lamp oil into those and bung it up with the strips from the dress until it's you know airtight it's not gonna soak through too much Okay, is this an attempted Molotov cocktail? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> no. It's an Iskander cocktail. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll, uh, we'll see whether those work when you try them. <laughs> oh, no. Does, um, does Vern still have his uh, metal blade that he'd had on the ship? I think so, yes. Okay, unless cool. you put it down somewhere. <laughs> No, that's that's fine. I'll, uh, I'll I'll stick with that weapon. Then I won't I won't search for anything new. So, darkness is falling. I assume that's the time you're waiting for yeah. till evening. It's the go time. Um, so it's probably six seven o'clock, but it gets dark uh, quite rapidly here because of all the fog and the smog. Um, there is a line of lanterns along the wall, but they're fairly dim. Uh, they're, they're brighter at the gate, uh, but they're just sort of marking the wall rather than acting as searchlights or anything like that. Uh, and you can see midway along the, the, the gap between the Kindler's Fortress and the Gate Fortress is that area of wall you've picked out as being the easiest to get across. So you sneak up through the grass, uh, and are you sneaking... Where are you sneaking? Because you want to throw this thing at the Kindler's, was it? Yes. Yes. 
Yeah. Okay. So you head over in that direction, and here it is, uh, rather than factories and things, the factories have stopped, and really you're in a bit of wasteland, a bit of no man's land, uh, going through rough grass of that sort you find on, on top of cliffs and around beaches and things, you know, really quite sharp, tall grass. Um, and you, it rustles quite a lot. Uh, you push your way through that. It's that sort of grass which cuts at you every so often, which is really annoying. And because there's salt in the in the air, it, it, yeah, it's not great fun. Uh, and you crawl up to be within shooting range, or you hope, of the Kindlers Guild. Okay. Okay. Who is going to shoot the thing? None of us have particular. Other than throws the first punch, which doesn't really apply. I don't think any of us have got particularly physical. Well, traits. I built it. Shall I fire it? Because uh, I've got a dodgy hand. Mm. You've got. I mean, Reg has got a wound, which might hurt, like straining wise, pulling oh, on the. Oh yeah. Mm. I don't have any throwing ability really. It just my weathered many a storm. I'm not mm. sure this would. It's, I'm not sure any of us is going to get a bonus. So it's kind of a point the ramp and pull the string back and. Who's due a, a good dice roll? Probably Chris. I think that the person probably to arm the thing is going to be Vern. Yeah. Um, even though he has a slightly dodgy hand. Um, and I think possibly the person to set the direction and pull the trigger might be Rage. Yeah. And Enid, I think, okay. would. would... Kind of have the maybe get the rope and pitons out in hand, mm-hmm. so we're ready when we yeah. get to the wall. So yes, what is your aim? What is your preparation that you have made uh, it, to get to that particular piece of wall from where you are? Is quite a distance. It's probably still about two hundred yards to get. Well, maybe maybe one hundred seventy-five yards from where you are. You've got a hundred-yard throw, and you've got one hundred seventy-five yards to cross in the other direction, if you like, to get to the middle of the wall. So I think Vern. Gonna <laughs> be really nerdy. Vern will um, snap a piece of grass um, from where they're sitting and just toss it lightly in the air to see if there's any strong breeze or wind that might (laughs) blow this way out of direction. No, it's fairly still today. Good, good. Um, And I think given given travel time, it's fire and run rather than wait for it to go off. Enid, mm. do you want to do you want to wait at the base of the scree, um, the, the the earth ramp, rather than waiting until we rather than fired? run? Yes, yeah. that sounds like a good idea. Just try not to fire it at me. <laughs> well, we're shooting it the other way. That's all right then. But you know what they say: best laid plans and all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do they? Right off toddles Enid towards the, the, the bank with her, her rope in hand. Um, and the other two prep the crossbow ready to go or catapult or whatever it is. <clears throat> Are you both staying around for the shot? I'll, I'll stay with, uh, with Reg because we're only as fast as our slowest member. So yeah, there's no, there's no point just leaving Reg to run in case anything happens. Um, and obviously we're going to, because we've only got a 100-yard throw, we're going to aim up to see if we can get an, an up and down on the um, on the catapult, rather than just a straight firing at it. Yeah, I mean, if I can get it inside the uh, Kindler's compound, that would be cool. But against the outside wall would do. 
Let's see what happens. It's a long range. It is this is long range. You're going to be lucky to get it far enough. Uh, let's find out what happens. So, I want to practice to get, with a stone first. To get the perfect shot to land it within the Kindler's range with this device is going to be a nine. Oh. To get a throw, we're just going to hit the outside wall. It's going to be a seven. Anything else, and we'll see what happens. Mm, oh, uh, have you got any skill to bring to bear here? I um, think you do, actually. I don't think so. Um, I made this skill. <laughs> <laughs> you could scream death or glory, but that might not be ideal at this point. No. Okay. Um, right, well, I shall uh, line it up, uh, do do a bit of mental arithmetic, and then I'll trust my gut and, uh, and fire. Oh, it's a one. Oh my god! <laughs> it, just, it just flops onto the floor in front oh, of us. God. I think it's worse than that. Uh -oh. oh dear. Oh, oh we are one. doomed. Oh no. Okay. Oh no. Right. Running it. This is one of the ones from the ship, yes? Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it is. Yes, okay, fine. All right. <laughs> what did we do? Everything's prepped, ready to go. Enid's crouched at the bottom of the uh, ramp, um, and uh, Vern is ready to possibly even pick up Reg if he needs to to get him to the ramp as quickly as possible. Reg sights it, changes it, goes. Okay, this will do, and releases the trigger. And instead of it flying up the other end, for whatever reason, whether it's a design flaw, whether the metal just couldn't take it, instead of going along the track and firing into the air, it hits something on the end of the track and explodes in your hands. Bright light screaming sounds, uh, crashing images of buildings falling, uh, images of ships, big, powerful, steam-looking ships, images of explosions in the air, um, the earth cracking in front of you. Can you roll me a die? Um, you need to hit eight, please, Reg. Okay. Uh, I have hit eight. Oh, good. Where was um, that you, three minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, you wrap yourself in, in you, you sort of withdraw into yourself, curl into a little ball, just fending off this influx of chaos, this influx of memory into you. Vern, same thing, difficulty eight. Oh, nine. <laughs> well, the two of you have experienced this stuff before, so perhaps <laughs> that makes you a bit. It's not a, a one or a ten. Stuff. But, but even so. Um, e uh, Enid, you see this happen in the distance, and even so, uh, oh, even though you managed to fight this off, um, you two, some time has passed by the time you, you're actually managing to uncurl, and you can hear shouting, and Enid, you can see people running, lanterns heading across in that direction. They've been completely pinpointed by this thing. Um, it's going to go dim now, they might have a chance to run away, but this is not going to be easy. Question is, do I just stick with the plan? Well, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, when the proverbial has hit at this point, uh, Vern's plan is as much as I can see, as much as I know what's going on, I'm going to attempt to scrabble out my hands, grab Reg, and just bolt it for the direction I think Enid and the bankers. 
Okay, remember that you have a wounded hand. Uh, remember that Reg isn't doing terribly well. Let's see how this goes. Because um, so, it's not going to go well the other way. So, No, uh, you try heading in that direction and blinking to, to get the aftermath of the, of the light out of your eyes. I'm going to ask you to make a roll again here. You, to, to end up uh, heading in the right direction, uh, you'll need four or more to end up escaping from these guards and getting to the wall before they catch you is going to be an eight. Okay, here goes. Four. Okay, you're heading in the right direction at least, but um, as your eyes clear, you can see that some of those um, lights are converging on you. You can hear shouts, you have definitely been spotted, you're not at all sure you're going to hit that wall uh, before the guards catch up with you, or at least within shooting range. I th- I throw the rope up over the wall as planned. Okay. Uh, and have I got time to run to them and sort of head the guards off? Uh, if you run to them, you'll probably be meeting them at about the time the guards are coming in. Just to describe the scene here, this grass oh. is quite long. Uh, the grass here is probably uh, midriff height, so it, it's like you're pushing through a, a cornfield, I suppose, to try and get up there, this this cutting Then um, I do not. I do not throw the rope as planned. Okay. I throw the rope to Vern. I keep one end of it, and I throw it and I shout, "Catch!" Oh, the, you, you're, you're throwing, throwing the hook thing at, at Vern. Towards right. Vern. Okay, I'm guessing. This <laughs> is not like, not like I'm going to spear him. I'm guessing this is a guide rope coming my way. No, I'm thinking the other. All right. Um, let's see what happens. <laughs> Um, make a make a quick um, throwing at Vern roll um, to get it near him will be difficulty seven to land it in his hands will be nine. Uh, knows how to make do plus weather a storm. Not really. No. Either, I don't <laughs> God think. damn it! Okay. Where's Billy? Come on, Dave. Oh no, oh, that's a three. <sighs> Okay, you throw out the rope, but uh, it just it's it's heavier than you bargained yeah. for, uh, and it gets caught up on the the grass and just okay, um, sort of sinks, and you I'll have to haul it back, back in again. All right, you other two, any any plans? These guards are going to be within range of you before you get to that wall. What can you do, Red? You haven't done anything yet. Um, yeah, well, I'm trying to just limp along as fast as I can so that. Um, uh, Vern's not having to um, drag me. Uh, can we get up the wall where we are rather than no? That's, that's it... the closest point. Okay. Um... Oh, I'm so tempted think... to do something stupid. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm. Okay. I'm going to pick. Well, I'm go gonna... on, Reg. You first. I'm going to pull might, out another one of the full ones thing. and lob it towards the guards that are approaching. Okay. Um... <laughs> It is fairly unlikely in this terrain that it's going to break, oh. um, but you can throw out a thing, a lighted thing, which catches their attention. Sure. Uh, unfortunately, it also means they will see where the throw is coming from. Um, but there we go. Yeah. I can let you roll a die. You will throw it. I've got no problem with that mm-hmm. at all. Um, if you hit a ten, it'll explode. Okay. Otherwise, yeah. That's right. I've got I've got two plans left after this, and then I I'm, also then have I'm, one. Okay. Let's let's try this. It's an eight. 
Okay, um, you lob it and it arcs up in the air and there's shouts about that as well. Um, and there is a moment's pause as everybody waits to see whether it explodes and you just tug at Vern and keep keep yeah. you running. So it does gain you a little bit of time, but it, it ultimately doesn't do much. In, in which case, okay. in, in that half, half second or quarter second or whatever it is that they are marginally distracted, I drop to my belly and grab Reg and do the same pulling us underneath, basically out of sight, into this long grass. Okay. And attempt to scuttle forwards as low as possible in the hope Aww. that when they get to, basically they start an area search because they lose sight of exactly where we are. You have never hidden in a cornfield, I've have hidden you? in a cornfield many times. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, you see, Vern, he's always the centre of attention. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but let's see, shall we? Uh, so uh, this is going to be another another roll. Um, for them not to, for them to lose track of you and not see you, that's actually pretty hard. Um, so you're going to have to hit an eight, but you have a minus two. <laughs> okay, <gasps> it has to be a ten. It's all right. I only do ones or tens. Or twos, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I get variety in my dice rolls. Oh, okay, I think I might be drop. heading to Plan C. You, you you drop, you drag Rage down, but um, you are rustling through this grass. Um, you're leaving a trail as you go, and what's more, it's really deeply cutting into you now. It's really, really not pleasant. You've made it worse. I might... I might is what... Enid, any thoughts? Yeah. Um, I reach into my bag at my waist and take a, yep. a little handful of ball bearings and cast okay. them in the direction of the guards, just ahead okay. of them. Um, yeah, that... that you can do that. Uh, I don't think it'll have any effect, I'm afraid, because we're in thick grass here. So oh, okay. Oh, then, then no. I've forgotten about um, the terrain. Ah, oh, let's see if this other thing works, shall we? <laughs> no, because there's no... I haven't got any flints yet. Oh, you don't yet. have any way to light them. No, it's just oil. Oh, that might work. <laughs> no, no, it's... No, it'd be better on cobbles. All right, we have one action now remaining. Vern, what are you going to do? Uh, Vern and Reg can have one action each before these guards get you. I, c- I um, kind of scrabble part of the way up the rope, just a little way, like ready to go. If, okay. If they manage to make it to me. I uh, mine mine is a zero sum game, Reg. So you might want to. Go I'm first. the one. I'm the one who is slowing Vern down. So I am just oh, going to have no! to make. It. A death or glory sprint. No, Reg, no. So you're going to have a sprint towards the wall, screaming death or glory. (laughs) Take this wall. But yeah, it's an all or nothing, isn't it? That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. All or nothing. Push your body as far as it can possibly go. Okay, let's do that. So it is the difficulty to run to the wall, which from here to to sprint, doing yourself some damage, I think that's going to be an eight, and I think that you are, from your death or glory, uh, you're going to get plus three. Okay. Come on. Oh, it fell off the table. I've got four plus... I've got seven. Not, Not quite, quite enough. enough. Oh, no. I, I don't. So, let's, let's see how this works. Can I somewhat do my action at the same time? Because they kind of go together. Action? My action was to pick up us both up off the floor, grab Reg, and push him. As, you know, give him a heave towards the wall, and just say, "Run!" And then draw my weapon out and turn and start walking towards the nearest guard I can see. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no, okay. that's really wrong. Um, 
you uh, all right that shove gets you to the eight uh reg so you're shoved <laughs> forward and you just I, leg it i you lean down and grab his hand screaming and pull him up towards the, the wall uh and, and enid grabs you as you almost bounce off the wall and you feel something give under your ribs uh, yeah probably open oh. wound again and yeah and it's painful and you're crawling up and enid you see Vern turn look a bit resigned he's maybe he's pretty close he's about 20 feet from the wall now turn and and draw his his blade as uh, a shot rings out Um, warning shot uh you think and there's a shout of stay there go go guess that shouted at (laughs) first okay so we scuttle we scuttle up over onto the top of the the wall and pull the rope back up after us okay um uh, another shot rings out, hits the the earth near you somewhere, um, just enough to scare you and force you up on, onto the wall. Um, and are you just sitting on top? Are you jumping off? Or what are you doing? Uh, throw the rope down the other side. Throw the rope down the other side and go. Okay, you are both going. Right. All right. Yeah. Sorry, Vern. <laughs> well, it's fine. It did work. This your plan, dude. Vern's still got a, a sort of a plan. <laughs> Does it involve rolling a one or a ten? Probably. <laughs> you throw the rope down the other side. Vern, what are you actually doing? Are you going to advance on them and risk getting shot? Or are no. you do something else? Now that um, those two are over the wall the other side, I'm going to sort of still look like I'm causing trouble, but I'm essentially going to run in a in a line with the guards sort of coming in from both directions, if I vaguely remember. Yes. Um, so I'm basically yeah. splitting splitting the distance between the middle of them, and I'm running, going to attempt to run off back towards Smoke and get away from the wall, draw them with me, and try and scuttle off into town. Okay. Let's have a general effectiveness for outpacing the guards then. Um, you start off in that direction, make me a roll. Are you trying to draw them with you or outpace them completely? Are you actually trying to lose them? I do. I want to I want to draw them, okay. but I'm, I'm also trying to lose them at the same time. In which time. case, to, to draw them a reasonable distance, um, but still have them chasing you, will be a seven. To outpace them completely will be a nine. Uh... I don't have any traits. Useless rat. Six. Oh. Neither of the two. You draw them away for a little bit, but a shot just whistles past the back of your head uh, and you realise that the next one could just end it. I will, well, at this point, it's death or glory. I will sort of slow my pace down to a jog. Thinking now about where Gentry got, Gentry's gone, slow my pace down to a jog and just very slowly and nonchalantly, not turning around to look at them, start to put my hands in the air. On the other side uh, of the wall, um, you guys have thrown your rope down um, and you don't really see this as you start to, to scramble down the rope. The problem happens about three feet down the wall. Um, this side of the wall is, is more defended. It's got bits of uh, iron against it and there's a, a sort of mesh and net across the front of it, some wires across the front of it, and it's about three feet down. Who's first? Uh, that would be uh, me, probably. I don't know. Uh, okay, about three feet down, yeah. Enid, you're clambering down the rope and you brush against one of the wires and you uh, have a pain suddenly shoots through your oh, arm no. and your arms no. twitch and you fall the rest of the way. Oh. oh, no. You land on relatively soft earth, but uh, you are uh, shaken, bruised, and it's going to be 
hobbling to get uh, to get from here. It's not going to be a run. Above you, uh, I'm not sure whether Reg realises what's happened. Well, I will have surely heard her some sort of... You'll have heard her fall. Yeah, yeah. You'll have heard her fall. Um, let's uh, make a detachment to see if you notice the same thing. So, okay. um, yeah, a four, I think. Eight. Okay, you realise what's oh, happened. It's like that Faraday's stuff. <sighs> right, uh... Um, you hear a shot ring out oh, on the other God, side of the wall. Right, um... Jump! <sighs> How far is it? It is probably about ten feet. Ten feet. Oh, I've already opened my wound. I, I will have to... Um, I'll, I'll jump it. That's five times my oh, own height, yeah. though, isn't it? Mm, yeah, although rats are slightly better at jumping Don't than humans. Don't forget to roll! <laughs> uh, Bend of the knees! Okay, I'll try. again, it's you fall. It's relatively soft. The earth is, is soft enough to kind of accept you, but... Because of your wound, yeah. because you're so tired, because you're knackered, the pain just shoots through you and you are unconscious. Oh no! End of episode. Please do join us for the next episode in which Enid seeks shelter from an old friend and our rats are summoned to a meeting. Flotsam is a game by me, Ian Thomas. Our players are Jay Britton, Amelia Tyler and Chris Payne. Editing was by Chris and Ian, sound effects were by Ian with help from the lovely people at Freesound, and the music was composed by Ian. You can find out more about us and about the game at the website flotsam.city.